Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is! The Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. I'm so excited. I just have fun doing the show. You know what I'm not excited about? I'm not excited about the lack of something. This society needs something, something I cannot provide. I'm sure there will be people out there who can provide it, but I cannot provide it. By the way, we're going to get to Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum in a moment, but just stay with me for a second. There are some people who have a talent for fashion. You know, we all have different talents. We all have different gifts. Everyone except Chris. We all have something we're good at. God, God gave us all gifts. Your gifts are different than my gifts. They're different than Michael's gifts. We're all made different. When it comes to fashion, what to wear, there are some people who can just do it. They can just look at it and they're good at it. Now, I know this goes with this and this goes with that. And then there are people like me where 
people think the wife thinks this sometimes she feels like I'm not putting in an effort. In fact, she said something today as I was walking out. She looks at my shorts. I wore shorts today. And she looks at my shirt that I grabbed. And she says, gray on gray, huh? To which obviously obviously that means I'm not supposed to be wearing gray on gray. And then I just kind of snickered and I was walking off. She said, so you've given up? As if, as if. As if I did this on purpose, as if this was a give-up play. How was I supposed to know you're not supposed to wear gray on gray? Don't you want to kind of match? I figured matching was a thing. What? How am I supposed to know that? So what the world needs, what I cannot provide, I'm the least qualified person in the world. This is what the world needs. There needs to be a simple Easy to understand list of fashion rules. It wouldn't even have to be a book. Just a list of fashion rules for men we can we can, we can follow. Because I'm always being given these rules of, of you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that. Or is that what you're going to wear? Yes, it's what I'm going to wear. I thought it looked good. Anyway, I just had to get that off my chest. Chris? We're going to need to hear the latest and greatest from Klaus Schwab. And before we play it, let's just say something. You will hear from people, maybe you've said this yourself, there's not even going to be an election in 2024. They won't even allow it. And look, I guess in a way, that's kind of a possibility. If Trump ends up being the nominee, and that looks like it's the likely scenario now, And these swing states start taking them off the ballot because of the criminal charges. And that also looks like a likely scenario now. I guess you don't really have a general election. If you can't vote for the guy in in Michigan or Pennsylvania, then he can't be president because he's not going to win. So I guess in a way they're right. But no matter what, on a long enough timeline, if you've ever said that, they're just going to cancel the election. They're not going to have elections. On a long enough timeline, you're correct. These people... Remember the three things they have in common, no love of country, no connection to real normal people, how they live and how they see themselves as kings and queens. Well, do kings have to compete in an election against the next guy who's going to be a king? These people have dedicated their lives to separating their power from anything you can affect. They do so much with that end goal in mind. I'm in charge. I'm a king. I'm a queen. How do I make sure the peasants don't get any say? Well, what's one of the ways they're going to do that? This is a little long. I'll probably let him go. It's a little long, but it's that supervillain head of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab. You've got to love how really brutally honest Klaus is. We're not even going to need elections in the future. Mainly have an analytical power. Now we go into a predictive power, and we have seen the first examples, and your company very much involved into it. But since the next step could be to go into a prescriptive uh, mode, which means um, uh, you you do not even have to have elections anymore because you can already uh, predict what, uh, predict, and afterwards you can say, why do we need elections? Because we know what the result will be. Can you imagine such a world? 
Um, well, you might then further ask, well, why do we need to have you know elected leaders at all? Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. might as well have all the decisions made. Yeah. Um, mm. I think that's once again. I mean, you're venturing into I think profound questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you uh, got yeah, you it. You got it. These people. It, 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 it's important we understand all of us how committed they are to this future. When these people talk about these things. When they bring them up, it's not as if it's a throwaway. They're sitting at some fancy panel somewhere in some five-star resort, and he throws that out, and the crowd applauds, and then they move on because it's just an idea of something that he hopes might come along in the future, that, that kind of a thing. These people are working hard and spending a fortune trying to implement this vision. They are not passive at all all about this vision they are all in on it and that brings me to something else something you probably won't hear any other place today but something i want to i wanted to get to and this is not my story but it's an outstanding story and it's a story that i think will help you and it helps me understand the network we're dealing with because we've talked about the wiener factory before right remember all our wiener factory talks how we're trying to keep up with them we're in a wiener making contest and so we bought all the supplies to make the wieners and we're at home just cranking out wiener 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 well they create a wiener factory and it's just a machine for wieners when we deal with elections you've heard me rant and rave before about how we don't do the blocking and tackling. We don't do the basics. We love the sexy stuff. For whatever reason that is on the right, probably because we don't worship politics, we're busy. We don't want to get out the vote. Wait, I don't want to go down and on a Saturday? You want me to go down and vote in a local election on a Saturday? What? I've got t-ball practice for my son. I don't have time. We don't. So that's probably the reason. But they, the communists... They love blocking and tackling. If the communists in a local area put out the call, hey, we need 100 people to come down and phone bank. We need you to call people. Then they'll have 200 people will show up there. They love the blocking and tackling. We do not. We do not. We don't do it well. We think, uh, no, I went to a rally. I work, I'm working on the campaign. I went to a rally and cheered. Rallies mean nothing. They're good for camaraderie. I want you to go. Remember, go to events. Go. You need the camaraderie. As far as elections go, they mean less than nothing. It means absolutely nothing. Now, how advanced are they? How does it work? There's a story by Parker Thayer. Parker Thayer is his name, and I want to make sure I give him credit because him, and I believe is uh, the organization is Capital Research. Do I have that right, Michael? It's Capital Research, I think it is. I think that's, yeah, I think that's his organization, Capital Research. But just look up his name, Parker Thayer. He has this incredible story out about blocking and tackling, how they organize, what they do. And part of me wants you to read it. It is Capital Research. Okay, Parker Thayer at Capital Research. Part of me wants you to read it. And part of me doesn't. I want you to read it because I want you and I want me to get better at blocking and tackling and get some idea of what we, we what we should be doing. At the same time, I don't want you to read it because I don't want you to really fully digest how far ahead of us they are in the game of getting votes out and producing those votes. Now, this is going to be 
a little more complicated than we normally do. Because I'm a very unintelligent, stupid person, I like to simplify things for me, and then I present you the simplified version of something that I had to dumb down for my own sake. And so when you email and say, you're so great at explaining things you should know, that's because that was the only way I could understand it. It's breaking it down. All that said, there are going to be a couple a couple different parts of this, a couple details I'm going to drop on you. And no, this isn't homework or something like that, but it might honestly help to write a little of this down as I go through this scheme, this charity, nonprofit, if you will, how the professionals do elections versus how we do elections. This will be a wake-up call for all of us in just how far we have to go. I'll break this down. I'm going to give you more detail than I normally do, but I'm going to break this down for you in just a moment. Before I get to that, I want to do this. Let's break this down. They did infiltrate the corporate world on purpose, right? So when you're disheartened, I can't go to Target for back-to-school supplies, you should know they did that on purpose. Went into the colleges. From the colleges, they exported their sick religion to the cor- to corporate America. Now corporate America is infected. Maybe a deadly infection, but they're infected. What do you do about that? Well, we have to make sure as often as possible we are putting our money where our morals are. Sometimes that's impossible. I'll be honest with you. Oftentimes it's easy. The cell phone is the easiest way. The easiest way to put your money where your morals are is to switch to pure talk. You don't have to have Verizon. You don't have to have AT&T. You don't have to have T-Mobile. You don't have to keep sending that monthly check for your mobile service that immediately gets put into ads that spit on you and your country. Pure Talk has never done that and will never. Veteran-owned. They only hire Americans. Same 5G network. You save a fortune. There, there's no reason not to. And I realize that's a double negative. Pick up your phone. Dial pound two five zero say Jesse Kelly. That'll save you an additional fifty percent off your first month. Pound two five zero say Jesse Kelly. Switch to Pure Talk. Truth, attitude, Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly show, and I apologize for Chris's wacky tobacky music that he plays on this show from time to time. Just remember, kids. Drugs will melt your mind, all right? I don't care what your friends say. The drugs will melt your mind. Remember, you can email the show. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. That's where you send your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for tomorrow. They don't have to be political, remember. It can be anything. Send me it all. Send it right now. Now, Let's do something, and it's going to be more detail than I normally provide. It's not going to be as simplified and dumbed down just because there's a couple moving parts and because the communists do this stuff on purpose. They make it intentionally complicated. So, for instance, if you dig into the Hillary Clinton stuff and the, and, and the problems there, all of a sudden you're getting stuff thrown at you from a million different places. Well, wait a minute. It was the crossfire hurricane and the Victor Okachenko and then the Christopher Steele. And then, oh my gosh, your eyes are already glazed over. I don't know what you're talking about. What's happening here? So I'm going to do this as best I can, all right? There's something out there called the voter 
registration project. And again, this is not my story. The Capitol, what is it? Capitol Research Center, Parker Thayer did this. He's a real journalist, did this story. The Voter Registration Project. Now, what is the Voter Registration Project? If you do a light look into it, just kind of a light look, you'll see that it's actually a charity. Isn't that wonderful? A nonprofit. And let's pause here for a moment to explain this world. Remember, when I got done losing two congressional races, I took a job for a year in the nonprofit world. DC political group reached out to me. Hey, will you come back and work with us? That's when I packed up the family, moved from Arizona back to DC and worked there for a year. And this was a great group. But in that world, you get to know other parts of that world other pieces of the nonprofit world. And this is why I warn you so often about, quote, charities and nonprofits. There are a lot of parts of that world that are ugly. I would actually argue the majority of that world is ugly. These big nonprofits start, and because it's a nonprofit, you can take unlimited donations and their tax-deductible donations and soon that, quote, nonprofit that's out to save the puppies. Soon the CEO's taking a $2 million salary, buying a beach home in Florida, that kind of a thing. This is not an abnormality. It is the norm. Some of the biggest charities out there, some of the biggest charities out there, don't even pretend to give your money where they say it's going to. I remember when Hurricane Harvey came down here. Hurricane Harvey hit Houston. We were all living here at the time. Everybody's flooded out. It's a disaster. I'm apocalyptic. It was crazy down here during this time. And I remember the American Red Cross taking all these donations for Houston. And then there was a little disclaimer on there. None of those donations were earmarked for Houston. None of them. This is the norm. This is not the exception. This is the norm. So already you're dealing with a really scummy world. This nonprofit world is gross. The ones I speak for, we vet. We vet and we vet and we vet. And there are great charity rating places that vet these groups out there now for you that I want you to look up. Always look up that, that even that group that sounds really good, look them up. Anyway, so the nonprofit world is ugly, really, really ugly. And that brings us to the voter registration project. You see, the communists have figured out blocking and tackling to a T. This is the voter registration project. You know who Sam Bankman Freed is? Does that name sound familiar to you? Again, I know there are going to be details here, but Sam Bankman Freed, he was the guy who got caught up in all that legal financial disaster recently, all the SBF stuff. Sam Bankman Freed, the guy who donated gigantic quantities of money to various Democrats running for office. And mysteriously, The charges sounded really, really bad. The Justice Department, the Democrat-run Justice Department, just got done dropping all the charges against Sam Bankman-Fried. Well, that's interesting because Sam Bankman-Fried's mother is intimately involved in this story, the Voter Registration Project. You see, Sam Bankman-Fried's mother, she decided there's a better way There's a better way to make sure at the end of the day, we have more votes than Republicans. 
she figured out if we can flirt with, skirt with the law in the nonprofit area, we can do much more good than donating to individual candidates. So she joined with people like John Podesta. Yes, you know, the Hillary Clinton, John Podesta, the John Podesta who had this to say. Uh, as Kareen noted, we're marking the one-year anniversary of a truly transformative piece of legislation, the Inflation Reduction Act, which is the largest investment in clean energy and climate action ever. But first, I want to acknowledge that today's event is coming during a time of heartbreak as the toll of extreme weather fueled by climate change. Yeah, we got it. John Podesta. Hillary, okay, so just so we're following, Sam Bankman-Fried's mother and John Podesta of Hillary Clinton, they start this voter registration project. Now, maybe you're just following along and you're waiting for another shoe to drop. I'm about to drop another name on you in just a second. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show going over the blocking and tackling the communist stew and how far we have to go. I can't possibly cover all the detail I've already covered on this voter registration project I'm not going to recap it all for you. The whole show's podcasted on iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. Go download it. The story, again, it's not my story. It's on Capital Research Project. Parker Thayer wrote the story. It's on the Voter Registration Project. This is just an example of what they do. Okay, so Hillary Clinton, Clinton's John Podesta gets involved. Sam Bankman-Fried's mother gets involved. George Soros gets involved. In the voter registration project, this is all about five years ago. Now, what was the voter registration project? Oh, of course, it was a charity. Of course, it was nonpartisan. But it was exactly what it sounded like. Simply voter registration. Who doesn't want more voter registration? How wonderful is that? And because it's a charity, a nonprofit, it's not a campaign. I think it's certainly not Republican or Democrat. Donations, unlimited donations can be brought in for it. Unlimited donations, like $190 million. They set up voter registration in eight swing states. Voter registration in eight swing states. Again, so this is all above board, right? Unethical, but above board. Following the law, voter registration in eight swing states. They sunk a fortune into it all tax deductible isn't that amazing because it's quote a charity it's a nonprofit. it's all tax deductible so they sink a fortune into it and they focus on swing states but here's the beauty of what the communists did you don't have to register voters anywhere you don't want to register voters you can simply never go to a republican area to register voters nobody can really prove malice there So, for instance, I live in Houston. I live in the Houston area. Well, Houston itself is a dark, dark blue place. It's deeply blue. It's awful. Horrible communists. All around Houston, surrounding it, is blood red suburbs. And I mean blood red. Where I live is 92% Republican. It's all red. If I start the voter registration project and I want to only help me and not help the communists, well, I'll just raise a fortune. Hey, tax deductible, thanks for your money, Mr. Millionaire. And I'll do all kinds of voter registration without ever stepping foot in Houston's city limits. I haven't violated the law. 
I'm just out here in my neighborhood registering to vote whoever wants to register to vote. And keep in mind something else they discovered, unsurprisingly, when people register to vote, they tend to vote. Once you do it, you want to do it. It is estimated somewhere between 1 million to 2.7 million votes were produced for Joe Biden in the swing states in the 2020 election by a, quote, charity, the Voter Registration Project. I did not say that to dishearten you. I didn't lay this out to dishearten you. I laid this out so we can all wake up and realize how far we have to go to catch up with the pros. Why why is this the senator from the state of Pennsylvania? Because they're blocking and tackling while we're waving yard signs and cheering at rallies. Blocking and tackling. That is how far behind we are. And most of this... Most of this is stuff we can't necessarily do something about on the surface until you ask yourself, well, what can I do? Well, there's this guy on the radio who's been screaming from the rooftops about doing voter registration at your church. Nothing political about it. Nothing partisan about it. It's not Republican or Democrat. Your namby-pamby skinny jeans pastor can even get up there and preach about turning the other cheek all day long. But who do you think you're going to be registering to vote at your church? Try about 80% Republicans. We can't even bring our churches to do voter registration. Not all of them. I know many of them do. And congrats to you if your church does. And they're busy funding $200 million nonprofits to get more voters in swing states. That is the kind of thing we have to focus on going forward. Until we wake up and accept how far behind we are, we'll never be able to move forward. We'll just keep chasing our tail and then looking around at every single election that doesn't go our way, wondering, how'd this happen? Well, we're football teams. We're a football team. They're a football team. We, you know what we did? We spent the offseason playing football video games because those are fun. Yes, baby. I won. I ran the triple reverse. I'm so ready for the season. I played Madden all off season. They spent the off season lifting weights, running. When we show up to play on game day, we are going to get blasted because we're not putting in the work they're putting in. We have work to do. We have to put in the work. And remember this. I don't think you have $200 million to spare to start a nonprofit. So I'm not putting that on you. I'm not putting that on you individually. Just do something. It doesn't have to be changing the world and running for Congress. And it doesn't, it really doesn't. The only thing that's unacceptable for us right now is to be doing nothing. Do something, whether it's registering voters whether you have a candidate you love, a local candidate, or a federal one, whatever. Maybe you're a Trump fan, a DeSantis fan. Then dig in and work. Maybe it's school board. Maybe it is running for office. Remember this. When you look around and you lament that all of our political people are weak idiots, you're correct. All of our political people are weak idiots. 
But that's because the people like you don't run for office because you think you're not qualified. You're actually the most qualified person. The overeducated nerd who's currently in there low T in his way through every single session, he's the one who's not qualified. You, normal person, you're the most qualified. No, Jesse, I'm just a housewife. No, Jesse, I work construction. No, Jesse, I'm just a little league coach. No, those are the normal people we need in office. These turbo political nerds, they're the ones that need to go. All right? All right. One last word. One last word on nonprofits. You have my word on this. When we bring one to you ever on this show, we have vetted it. We have vetted it a lot. It's why I reject most of the nonprofits who reach out because we dig in and we don't like what we see. Tunnel to Towers. Speaking of your money going where you want it to go, you want to hear the most jaw-dropping stat I think I've ever seen for a charity in my life? You know Tunnel to Towers. They help widows and orphans. They pay off mortgages. They help homeless veterans, and catastrophically injured veterans. Like They do all this wonderful stuff. Well, all that sounds really nice, right? Only it's not really nice if the money's not really going there. Tunnel to Towers is gigantic now, and they still have 95 cents of every dollar going exactly where they tell you it's going to go. That's absurd. I know of many that are less than half. They just take all the money and they just take it all off the top and hardly any of it goes where you want it to go. When you give to Tunnel to Towers, your money goes exactly where you want it to go. All right? T, the number two, T.org. 11 bucks a month is what they ask for. T2T.org. All right. Get to some emails. We have to, oh man, we have to get into this Hawaii stuff. I'm going to try to get to the Hawaii stuff next. It's awful. Don't get me wrong. It's awful. But at the same time, the ridiculous evil and absurdity of these people, it's going to really tie into our death of everything stuff when it comes to communism. Let's do this one. World-renowned author. There's only one thing worse than the than using the word literally. It's when people use an acronym and then have to explain the acronym. Total waste of time. You did this with the IRA and then immediately had to say it was the Inflation Reduction Act. You fancy authors should know less is more. <laughs> I did do that last night and I have a confession to make about why I did it and why I'm probably going to do it again. This is probably not something that I'm ever going to be able to stop. I'll explain, and then we'll deal with this Hawaii stuff next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, reminding you tomorrow's at Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions emailed in right now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. All right, the guy complained about the IRA in me explaining the acronym, because I called it the IRA last night, then I said the Inflation Reduction Act. I, I do this... I know I do this, and I don't think I'm ever going to stop doing this, and here's why. I need to explain myself. So you know as a kid, I love to read. I still geek out on reading. Terrible student. I'm a moron. I know all these things. I just read and read and read and read and read. I just inhale books. I've, I, my youngest is the same way. If you sneak in his room at night, you won't catch him up doing something terrible. He'll be up reading with his, under the covers with the flashlight on, just reading. He's got a stack of books in his bed. It's just I, I was the same way. And like all red-blooded males, I loved books about military stuff and dude stuff and adventure. So you name it, 
I want to read it. Tell me where the brave dudes are, the shooting and the fighting and stuff. I got a hold of Tom Clancy books when I was a child. Now, I love Tom. uh, A lot of Tom Clancy books I love now without remorse. And and there there are so many Tom Clancy books I love. But when I was a kid, I got a hold of something because I'd read everything and I was asking my parents to get me something. And the Tom Clancy books when you're a child are unreadable. Why? Because they're so military focused. He knew so much about the military that there were so many acronyms in there and it used to drive me insane that I couldn't follow the book because I never knew what was going on. And look, I'm still hanging on to this. I'm 42. I'm still hanging on to this. I remember the intense frustration. I'd be into the story, and then some guy would say, no, you needed to get the A-bark over to the FARC, and it's a pretty foobar. And, and, and I'm like, wait, what, what, does any, what does any of this mean? And this was before we had smartphones where you could just look up every acronym. There's no solution back then when all you have is, a. Uh, if you're lucky, you have a, a set of encyclopedias. It has so scarred me that now I worry about saying things on the radio, acronyms people don't understand, and me being the Tom Tom Clancy. And that's no disrespect to the great Tom Clancy. May he's rest in peace. But that's why. It was Clancy books that did it to me. Now let's talk about the death of everything. Communists, Hawaii. Before we do that, let's do this real quick. One more word on the charities, the nonprofits. You know that your donations to pre-born are tax deductible, right? Tax deductible. So when we tell you 28 bucks for an ultrasound, 5000 if you're well off, you can sponsor the entire network for a day. That's 200 lives. That's tax deductible. That's a write-off. And your money is going exactly where you want it to go. Maybe save a life. It's a Thursday. Maybe save a life. 28 bucks. Preborn.com slash Jesse is where you do that. Remember, you, me, we're not in this situation right now. But right now, there's a very scared, very confused young lady who thinks she needs to kill her baby. That $28 is what stops it. That buys the ultrasound. Preborn.com slash Jesse. All right? Sponsored by Preborn. Now, on to the death of everything. We brought up a little bit of this story yesterday. But remember... It won't be fully quantifiable as we move forward. It won't be quantifiable why things don't work like they should anymore. Why things go wrong. Why things are screwed up. It won't always be easily explainable for a lot of different reasons. One, you won't always be able to tie a direct line back from, okay, this event happened and this is the reason. Two, the people who are destroying everything, the communists... It's their job to cover up the fact they're destroying everything, so they're never going to draw the line for you. You know what they're going to do, Chris? They're going to obfuscate. (laughs) What, Chris? Didn't see that coming, did you? Anyway, it's going to be hard to quantify, but it is important as we move forward and we watch things decay and rot, it's important that we understand the destruction is intentional and these people are doing it on purpose. You know one of the reasons why there were fires in Hawaii? Because the electrical grid had a renewable energy mandate on it. 
So instead of redoing all the reliable energy sources they had, they decided to go green. But wait, there's more. You see these people. They are sick. I'm about to play for you the Deputy Director of Land and Natural Resources. His name is Kaleo Manuel. Hawaii didn't use the water it had when Hawaii was on fire. Hawaii was burning. And I don't know if you know this, but water helps put out a fire. This is the man who was in charge of the water. Listen to these people. One water is like taking it and looking at it from a holistic system perspective. And that's not dif- any different than how Hawaiians traditionally manage water. You know, in, in essence, we treated it, and Native Hawaiians treated water as one of the earthly manifestations of a god and a kua, kane. And so that reverence for a resource and that reciprocity in relationship was, was something that was really, really important to our worldview. And so I think where it shifted to today is that we've become used to looking at water as like something which we use and not necessarily something that we revere as that thing that gives us life, right? I mean, to me, it's a shift in value set. Um, And if we can start to really look at how we as humans in an island um, can reconnect to that traditional value set. So really my motto is always like, let water connect us and not divide us. Did you hear these people? And so something horrible happens like a wildfire and people are dying and they're burning and their homes are being destroyed. And people will look around in that moment and maybe ask obvious questions like, why are we not using the water? We have water. Why is the water not being deployed to put out the fire? People are dying. Homes are burning. What's with the water? The death of everything. The death of everything. You decided to put a communist in charge of the water. The communist in charge of the water is an anti-human. As, as much of a flowery hippie as he tries to make himself sound like. He's an anti-human. So as people are burning alive, the guy in charge of the water doesn't look out and he doesn't have any tug on his heart. There's no, there's no heartbreak there because there's no tragedy for an anti-human when anti-humans are going through horrible things. Anti-humans don't see human tragedy because they don't care about human beings. This will be a common theme going forward in industry after industry, in incident after incident. It will be hard for you and I to ever fully wrap our arms around exactly why this fails and why that fails. Why did this plane fall out of the sky? Why did the water not get deployed? Why is my toilet paper not the same quality it used to be? Why this? Why that? Why this? So much of it will come back to we have the agents of destruction running things. And maybe you thought that was the worst of the Hawaii audio. You would be sorely mistaken. I have the worst of it for you. Next. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 